Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa dematis Lapore and Anne Baldwin. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Connection. I'm one of your hosts, Ann Baldwin, President and CEO of Baldwin Media, along with our co-host today, Beth Connor. And Beth has a new title, so I'll let her debut that. <laughs> so I'm the Chief Administrative Officer at The Connection. Well, congratulations on that. And Lisa dematis Lapore is missed, but she is with uh, her mother visiting her mother down in Florida. So we hope all is going well with Lisa. We miss her, but... But you got this. We got this. Yes. We do. It's good. So we're so excited today to have Cassie um, Volsey on the program. She's the Administrative Director of Hangtime. And uh, I'm going to let you, Cassie, first of all, thank you for being on the show. Uh, of course. Of ex- course. Ex- oh, absolutely. Explain a little bit about what Hangtime is. What an interesting name for an organization. Yes. Yes, it is. And so it's also an interesting, uh, or it's, it's been an interesting experience. Um, Hangtime has become more than just an organization. It's become a family. Uh, it was founded by Charlie Grady a number of years ago. We are actually celebrating our fifth year anniversary this month. Congratulations. Thank you. So excited for that. And so uh, this started out as an effort to see how we can better support not only the community, but specifically men coming home from incarceration. And so what started out as kind of a brainstorming effort has now evolved into hang time where we have a very diverse uh, group of people, law enforcement, social service providers, uh, formerly incarcerated individuals uh, trying to um, just support each other and give, give them a voice that they probably have not had before. Um, we do a number of things in assisting uh, these individuals in regards to housing and employment and just providing a, a sub, sub network of support. And we realize that you know, in transition uh, to coming home that individuals face a lot of barriers and the tr- transition can be difficult. Uh, so any way that we can provide that support for them is our mission. That's great. And where is your office? Uh, so we have a number, we actually have evolved uh, or expanded rather in the past maybe year and a half to a number of cities. We are now in New Haven, Waterbury, Bridgeport, and Harford. Um, our main uh, office or hub is in Bridgeport. That's where it all started a number of years ago. And um, we're just happy to to be kind of expanding and stretching out our wings a little bit in uh, in the state. And do do these folks come to you or do you go to them for these groups and meetings and, and such? So they come to us. They come to us and we we meet them where they are. So they'll come to us. We have uh, men and women now uh, that come to us anywhere from maybe two weeks being home to um, a year uh, being home. And so we're able to kind of meet them where they are and assess what, what they need at that time and, and support 
um, them in any way we can from there. So I know working at The Connection, we have a number of halfway houses Mm -hmm. uh, with formerly incarcerated folks. And I know the work that goes into trying to get them ready for their next step in life. Could you talk a little bit about uh, sort of, you know, what you've done at Hangtime and what kind of programs you've created to help people move from where they are to, you know, points forward? Right, of course. And so you mentioned halfway houses. Um, I want to say we are so fortunate enough to have been fostering relationships with different halfway houses um, among our respective cities. And so, and because of that building of relationships, we uh, are able to have uh, a steady flow of men every week or every month uh, to these sessions, and we're able to directly connect them with resources at our sessions. Now, uh, the way in which we've been able to do so is we're not a fan of we're not a fan of meeting with folks and kind of throwing numbers or information in their faces and saying, "Hey, go make this call next week and we'll check in later." No, if we see that there's a need for for something specific, what we like to do is connect them to that resource in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's em- having employers at sessions uh, that are willing to hire, or whether it's something as different as maybe someone who is trying to establish their credit and uh, is kind of trying to just learn and and establish that kind of thing. So we like to connect people in real time to resources. So let me ask you this, because it sounds like what you do is that you have sessions, right? Two-hour yeah. sessions where mm-hmm. you get this group together, including these individuals, individuals rather, who've been incarcerated. So what does a session look like? So a session typically looks like uh, an evening at maybe a relative's house. Um, And I say that because we've created such a family environment where people have really, really gotten close and and shared with each other and and really have built a close bond. So a a two-hour session looks like, you know, folks coming in and, and catching up and, we finally sit down and we engage in group discussion where we're on, one of our goals is definitely to educate and enlighten people and expose them to different things they haven't, haven't uh, been exposed to. Uh, one of our goals is to have someone leaving with something that they, they learned that they didn't know before. And so we engage in this group discussion on a variety of, of diff- different topics, uh, global topics, uh, politics, um, law, anything. And um, people are able to kind of get a different insight from, from getting different insight from each other. Um, and so also what happens during these sessions is people are connecting. You never know who you're sitting to in a session. True. You can be yeah. sitting next to a city official. You can be sitting next to a probation or parole officer. You can be sitting next to someone who came home a week ago um, or, a, you know, a regular community uh, member that's been in the community for years. You never know who you're sitting next to. So... Uh, our, our sessions are really diverse. They, they never look the same from week to week or month to month. And I think that's one of the unique things about us. You're always learning and meeting somebody new. So how um, long? And also growing, right? There are a number of individuals who have been with us for, for since our existence and have grown so much, grown so much, whether it's gaining employment, reconnecting with their families, um, getting getting their education and so it's really exciting to come every week and see someone grow and sharing and sharing that with each other well you know it's interesting too and if you're just tuning in we're speaking with cassie 
uh, Cassie Volsey, as she's the administrative director of Hangtime. We should also mention that if you want more information on Hangtime, you can go to their website, which is Hangtime Real Talk, all one word, HangtimeRealTalk.com, and all mm -hmm. the information is there. But you know what's interesting? I, I, I'm sitting here thinking it's probably like, you know, the 12-step program that I attend on a pretty regular basis in that you've got five years under your belt, and, you know, despite how much time you've got sober, a lot of these folks go every day, still go every week, because mm -hmm. there's some, there's just such this, camaraderie camaraderie what do you how do you say it <laughs> camaraderie camaraderie geez yes. <laughs> this camaraderie and you know you've made it over the hump perhaps but you want to see the next person get over the hump and the person uh, after that and the person after that so you know that's what also i think leads to the su success of so many organizations mm -hmm. is you don't just jump in and what you got what you need you jump out right, right? you hang in there and you help get it hang time you hang in there and you help other folks Right, and we've seen that so much through throughout the five years where folks have gotten over their hump and consistently come back in return. It's not a mandated program. It's not, a, uh, it, it's not anything that you it's have to be at. People are, and I think that's one of the things that actually make people uh, come back. They come back knowing that they're going to be in a positive environment. They're going to get information and gain access to resources and also be able to help somebody else. We find that folks returning home uh, usually want to be want to be a part of the community and want to, to help someone else because maybe they feel like they have done, you know, damage to the community in the past. So this is their way of kind of giving back. And so they're able to do that when they connect with people and help, help, help individuals. You'd be so the, – the stories and the moments that we've had at Hangtime have been – absolutely mind-blowing when it comes to, to that regard. So I'm, sure. I'm super excited to, to, to be a part. So Cassie, I, I'm also reading here that it depends on the location as to whether you meet weekly, sometimes you'll meet every other week, sometimes monthly. So I'm assuming if folks want to go to your website. Now it doesn't have to be, if I heard you correctly, somebody coming out of incarceration that can, that can attend these meetings. It can be anybody really, right? Yes, it could, def it could most definitely be anybody. Uh, we have a uh, majority of our folks are usually uh, men and or men coming home, um, but we definitely have a, a diverse group. We have social service providers. We also have mental health clinicians um, because one of uh, the things that we uh, take seriously is mental health, and we understand that folks coming home can sometimes have be diagnosed with PTSD or have some sort of um, yeah. PTSD and may not know uh, where to go or how to go about it. So that's really important to us. But, yes, our groups are very diverse. Sounds like it. Do you have uh, family members come as well? Family members of, of individuals? Right. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so uh, one, of, one of the things that we definitely take pride in is what we like to call our trifecta. So we are connected uh, to... Uh, her time and champ, and so her time is the rib, so to speak, of hang time. Along the way, uh, women got a little curious about um, men, their you know maybe mm -hmm. either their spouses, brothers, uncles, whoever, right. uh, coming home, and this you know this program is not mandated, but you're going to the same place every week, and you're you know finding these resources. So uh, her time was created about three years ago, specifically for women. Uh, understanding that women have different and specific needs. Uh, one of the unique things about her time is that we provide childcare. 
uh, because we understand that mothers are a lot of the time. Sure. Um, it's a barrier. Children, right? Right. And so uh, we're also connected with TAMP that mentors uh, youth. And so we can have maybe a, a, a man in hang time uh, attending a session, uh, you know, mom or a girlfriend or what have you at her time while their child is, you know, uh, involved with the CHAMP mentoring program. And so we are definitely about uh, the family and wraparound um, services. Let me ask you this. So this sounds like a program that people can access once they get out of being incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a danger in that? Does it? Is there any way, do you, do you want to start programs before they get out? Because once you're out, that's when the problem begins, right? Where do I go to work? Where am I going to live? What am I going to do? How, how soon do you want to get your hands on these people? And so that's, and, and that's a great question. And so uh, uh, for us, we, we've in the past have done, uh, we have done in the past initiatives that, uh, you know, go in, go inside and, and, and let, you know, folks know that, hey, like this is going to be waiting for you. Uh, when you when you return home, and also we are connected to a, a number of programs and and projects that are inside right now that are helping to that are helping to get uh, folks ready upon their return home. Um, one of, I, I definitely want to mention one of our you know supporters, our, our one of our biggest fans, um, a man by the name of Barry Diamond. Um, we know Barry. His pride, his pride <laughs> program is just been doing absolutely amazing and yes. he's actually been in prisons across the state yep. um you know teaching individuals about you know business and and things like that and he's been doing amazing so we've definitely in the past have done that and we actually are hoping to reintroduce that again and so we understand that it's very difficult as soon as they come home there's there's a number of things that have changed depending on how long they've been incarcerated and so sure. we like to we like to get right on top of things um, as soon as as soon as they get home. Meet them where they are. What do you know? What don't you know? How can we connect you? What your needs are? You know, it's interesting. Um, I was asked to speak at the Women's Correctional Center, uh, York, and yeah. um, I just remember the anxiety that I had. You know, pulling up to the gate. It took some while to get me through the gate. It took some while for me to get clearance to go in. You know, it was a very, I was really, really nervous about it because believe it or not, prior to that, I'd never been in jail. So I easily could have been, but I haven't been. So uh, the reason I bring this up is because once I got there and they were nice enough to give me a tour of, of one of the um, areas of the of the facility. And then I sat in front of maybe 200, 300 women and kind of shared my story and just, you know, talked to them about life after recovery and blah, blah, blah. And as I looked out into that audience, you know, I saw a sister, I saw a mom, I saw daughters, I, you know, every stereotype that I'd ever had about what I was gonna see when I looked out there, maybe I've just watched too much Orange is the New Black, (laughs) but you know, it was just, it was heart-wrenching because yeah, these are yeah. just real people that have gotten into a bad situation. You know, men and women, it, it happens, right? So if they have these programs, are you seeing it? If they if they access these programs, Cassie, is there hope for rehabilitation? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I've seen it over and over and over again at Hangtime. I've seen, we, we've had uh, 
men and women both uh, have attended hang time sessions, and since they've been with us, have not recidivated, knock on wood. Um, it's, it's definitely possible. We've seen people turn their lives completely around. You'd be surprised. There are uh, individuals who have come, uh, men have come and sat next to each other and have shot at each other and were able to come at hang time and squash whatever beef or, you know, issue that they've had and done 180s over and over. So it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. I think it, it just, it, it's that consistent support mm-hmm. and that encouragement and that positive environment and not making them feel like not making them feel like their past right. when they come into hang time. It's not punitive, right? So there's helpful right. tools to succeed in your life because when you're incarcerated, whether it's for one year or 20 years, the mm-hmm. world changes around you and, and your relationships change. Yep. Uh, I know we see that all the time. Uh, you know, folks talk about even technology changing rapidly. Yes. And yes. Uh, so there's a lot to learn. There's a big learning curve. And then it's just how do I adjust to everything, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. when I and come so home? we're definitely able to, at sessions and even in and out of sessions, mm-hmm. we're definitely able to um, even sometimes educate. If, if we understand, so in the past we've uh, provided something as maybe simple as computer skills, Mm-hmm. Now, to some, to us, that may not be a big deal, right, because we've been, you know, here and, and learning constantly with uh, and advancing with technology, right? But to someone who has not been home for maybe 10, 15 years, that's definitely a learning curve. Sure. And so we are able to, to provide these, these trainings and these courses and classes um, and being patient with the folks that, that, that take advantage of of the opportunity to do so. You know, in in most cases, you say, let's just say in the recovery process, you want to change people's places and things. But I would guess in this situation, you might not want to change people and places because if you can get these, in this case, men to grasp hold of this program and have them go back to their neighborhood and back to where the gangs are in action and mm-hmm. maybe really make a difference as somebody they're like, you know, this guy was badass and now he's out there and really giving people a little bit of a reality check and maybe hope for a way out. And, and, and folks take heed to that. The men take heed to that. We've definitely, we've had men in that, that have come to hang time and go, go right back to their communities and say, hey, like, you know, this is what this is what is out there. This isn't it. Like, this isn't just, you know, this world is not the only world that exists. And so people are able to, you know, reach their hand back and, and, and bring folks to hang time, and they see it. They see it for themselves, like, hey, I can learn, I can learn something new. I can do something with this information. And so uh, it's, it's always a, a beautiful thing to watch when, when that happens, and it's definitely possible. Right. Cassie, how many wonderful people work with you at Hang Time? Oh, uh, so we have a number of, uh, of volunteers that, uh, that assist us with, uh, at Hang Time. And so uh, we have a, a wonderful staff uh, in, in each city. We have a number of facilitators in every city, along with um, anywhere from volunteers uh, in the community to, to interns at local universities. Um, and they're just I'm, I'm thankful because they believe in what we do and have been able to do more with, with us. That's great. And and they really act to facilitate these meetings. Yes. You know, I was reading your, your bio here, Cassie, and it, it says here that you uh, you attended the University of Connecticut and you graduated from AmeriCorps' Apprenticeship Leadership Program, and you can tell. 
I'm if, sorry? You can tell. You've got, leader, oh. <laughs> you've got leadership skills. I can tell. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I, I, appreciate that so again these meetings I you know I doubt any of our listeners are gonna go on the website and look for one of these meetings and I, I really think the the point of this conversation from my vantage point is just educating that you know everybody thinks that you, you know you're thrown in jail and you know it's a lost cause mm-hmm. but the more of these folks that can be rehabilitated and become you know, productive members of our society, the less taxpayer dollars go to not only keep them incarcerated or have them, you know, heading back to prison again because of recidivism, I can never say that word, (laughs) recidivism rate is, is very high if there isn't some kind of support and some kind of help. So we all benefit from that. I got to tell you, my attitude's been turned around since I've been doing the show when it comes to this kind of thing, because, you know, I've seen it. I've seen the Daryl McGraws. Mm Mm-hmm. Who do you know, Daryl McGraw? I, I do. I do. Know. Oh my gosh! I you know I I friended him on Facebook, and he is so inspiring, and he's so motivating, and he's doing such great work. He's been a guest on this program before, and that's someone who was formerly incarcerated. Yep. And the guy's always on an airplane, always speaking somewhere, always doing something. And there is hope, and there is future. And I believe that the public is becoming more tolerant and understanding, even mm-hmm. from an employer standpoint. And just to speak on that a little bit, um, we are. are we make it a point to have, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer that you can't talk about the who when the who's not in the room, right? And right. so a lot of uh, volunteers or staff or et cetera, you know, the, the, the folks that um, are involved with us uh, are formerly incarcerated. Uh, I, I do want to point out our amazing, some of our amazing staff, Ron Nazario, he is the CEO and founder of the Peace Center of Connecticut. I, I want to shout out um, our staff in Waterbury, Carlos and Feliciano, um, Roland Whitley, just, that's just to name a few. And so they've all been doing amazing work and have turned their lives completely around, and, and it's, it's shown for the better. Um, and so super excited to be working alongside these, these individuals and, and to get to know more about um, not only them, but the, the work that has been done and that we will continue to do. Cassie, are you always looking for volunteers and people to help with this? Uh, we've been fortunate enough, enough to uh, have folks that have donated clothing and toiletries um, who have, you know, donated some of their, you know, funds to, to help us running. And so it's, we're always looking for different ways to connect to folks mm-hmm. and connect our, you know, hang time participants to resources. So, You know, it's interesting you say that because my father, I mean, even though he's older, he dresses pretty nice and he's lost some weight. So we just spent the weekend cleaning out a closet full of coats and shoes and, and jackets and really nice stuff. Half of it, I bought him. You know? <laughs> so you just gave me a great thought. I think we're going we're gonna to bring it your way. How's that sound? Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. We can definitely use it. We actually, you know, it's November now. Uh, yep. It's getting cold, so things are changing. And, yep. and we, we're, you know, stocking up a... a, a couple of different things so i appreciate that so the website again is hang time real talk and that's all one word dot com so we've got just about a minute left um you know cassie i'll give it to you what is it you want our listeners to think about to know about um you know here you have celebrating five years to say if you make it two you're going to make it so i think you made it (laughs) yeah no no no. um i really just want to say one hang time happy five um, can't wait to, you know, begin celebrating that with, with our Hangtime family. Uh, again, please visit the website, Um I heard one thing that at our last Hartford session, 
from a from a woman um, who actually is at a halfway house now. She brought some of the guys. She said, "God don't make no junk," and so it's it's very true. No matter where you are, especially our men and women coming home, no matter where you are, you're always able to start over. Um, and we're happy if we get to to be a part of that process for you. So. Cassie, we're so grateful for the work you're doing. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And uh, it was very enlightening to learn more about what Hang Time's all about. Absolutely. Again, hangtimerealtalk.com. And as I like to say, Cassie Volsey, continued success. Thank you so much. And thank you. And thanks to all our listeners for tuning in on this Sunday to The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.